0: Join us from experts from All Things Weird, as well as the testimonies of people with stories of radical healing who were once told that perhaps their condition was a death sentence, that they would just need to live with it, or that drugs and invasive surgery were the only answer. Let's get into agreement that if there is something natural and non-invasive that could be helpful, that it could be your first option rather than your last resort. Hello and welcome to the Weird Works Podcast. Today I'm going to share a live patient appointment interpretation of one of our new functional labs, the Dutch Plus. Our patient consented to us sharing her consultation with me so that you can get a taste for the amount of detail this test gives us as compared to traditional blood labs for hormone analysis. The Dutch Plus not only shows us your total hormone levels, but more importantly what your body is doing with them and how it's breaking them down. So Christina ordered the Dutch Plus to try to gain some insight into causes of her inflammation and pain from fibromyalgia, which she was previously diagnosed with by her medical doctor. But she was also experiencing perimenopausal symptoms of interrupted sleep, fatigue, brain fog, and headaches. And as Christina will mention in this consult, she was hopeful that the results from this test would help her prepare for menopause so that she could have as healthy of an outcome as possible and a healthy, comfortable transition, and also because she wanted to lower her risks for postmenopausal osteoporosis, diabetes, and heart disease. So if any of you have been down this path, those are the conditions that the medical professionals sort of hang over a woman's head and use to kind of fear them into using hormone replacement therapy. So without further ado, here's my appointment with Christina. Are you tired of going from diet to diet to come up short and feel worse than you did when you started? Or are you just lost with all the mixed messaging out there today and not sure what's best for you and your lifestyle? Maybe you were told that you had to live with your symptoms and accept feeling less than your typical vibrant self. Well, I'm here to tell you the truth. As a practicing doctor of chiropractic, kinesiology, and clinical nutrition, I see people all the time that are just like you frustrated, and starting to lose hope. But I do want you to know that you do not have to give up on the you that you know you could be. There is a way to truly achieve optimal health and also to live your life. I want to share with you how, by doing some small, doable adjustments and taking on a new approach to enjoyable and non-restrictive eating, we can help you start feeling better, and begin to see changes in your waistline and start releasing weight in as little as 14 days. Okay, so when you do get your Dutch test, Mm -hmm. this is the summary page on page one. And so what it's showing you is, this is just a generic little dial. And so down in the purple to the far left would be healthy hormone ranges for postmenopausal, And then since you're not menopausal, this is the Mm -hmm. range between the yellow stars. Yes, ma'am. And so it tested your estrogen, your progesterone, and your testosterone. And then in a minute, we're going to show you way more detail than just the levels. But these dials are representative of what your serum levels would be. And so, serum is like what blood tests are. Yes. So that's what most people get. Okay. And so, just at a quick glance, what you can see is your estradiol dial is further below the normal. So that's low. Okay. Your progesterone is within the range, and then your testosterone is in range, but kinda on the low side, like very close to the little left side of the dial there. Now, this was taken during your luteal phase, so that's the second phase. Remember, they asked you to collect Mm -hmm. between days 19 and 21. Yes, ma'am. And so the reason is because we want to capture what the corpus luteum does, and that, if it doesn't result in pregnancy and get fertilized, the corpus Mm -hmm. luteum releases progesterone. Okay. So then you can also kind of see by the position of the dials. Mm -hmm. Naturally, in the luteal phase, your progesterone dial should point higher than your Mm -hmm. estrogen dial so yeah. that's what we see there so that was okay. good all right and then um, the next part of the summary page was your adrenals so mm-hmm. you did the dutch plus so we got the female mm-hmm. hormones your androgens and your uh, cortisol over 24 hours okay so on here your androgens are dhea and cortisol so DHEA is like a precursor, and I'll show you a hormone flow chart in a minute that shows you what DHEA then later turns mm-hmm. into. Okay. Um, but the way we have always thought of it in functional medicine is DHEA is kinda like your like backup. Okay. Your reserve tank, okay. or your cortisol. Oh, okay. And your cortisol is your stress hormone. i heard that before. Mm-hmm. So those are your reserves. Okay. And so what you can see is that's just on the very tip of normal range. So even though it's within range, it is low, and this also is based on an age range. So I circled your age range, and you can see that even though it's within range on the dial, it's Mm -hmm. low for your age window. Yeah. Okay, so we'll come back to that in a little bit. Sure. This, remember you did you did four samples for the cortisol for the saliva, right? Yes. You collected four times in a 24-hour window. Mm-hmm. And so this, the black lines here represent the high range and the low range, and the red is you. Okay. And so you're within range for most of the day, and then in the afternoon it elevates a little bit outside of the range. Mm-hmm. So do you tend to feel more anxious in the midday? What are your symptoms midday? Or is that when you have that well, mid-afternoon slump?
1: Yeah, you have a, I have a mid-afternoon slump. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you probably feel good because this is a little more elevated. But mm-hmm. once it falls off of that high point, that's your crash. Yeah. So we're going to tweak and adjust your protocol to kind of prevent that from happening so you want to do something before the before the crash Mm -hmm. yes ma'am but it's cool to see it on the graph right yeah there's actually a reason why you feel the way you feel
1: yeah and And i've had this crash mm midday for years right years right
0: but now we can see why and then later before i was married oh wow Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah
0: Well, and I was just thinking about you with like your history of the fibromyalgia and stuff. Like the whole time I was reading and analyzing this, I'm like, I think you're gonna be so grateful to have the knowledge because there's there's reasons behind why the body's not not producing energy. have,
1: Have are doing what you're doing up, Christine, I yeah. really appreciate it.
0: I love it. It, it lights me up because mm-hmm. I'm like at home being a nerd yeah. and reading all this oh, like, yeah. oh my God, I'm so like when it comes it. to
1: doTERRA <laughs> on um, the, the, the science, the uh-huh. testing of yeah. the different oils, especially the ones. Girl, yeah. you, if you want to get a good if you like serenity and you want to get a good night's sleep, they have a new sleep system. Oh. that just came out. Okay. I ordered it. Yeah? I ordered it. Okay. I placed um, Sorry.
0: I like the normal serenity so I'm going to mm-hmm. have to look it up. Okay, so then on the on the rest of the adrenal, it also looks at your free cortisol and your metabolized cortisol. Okay. And we'll have more information in this in a minute. But this was a little alert that got printed out and it's just telling us to check your thyroid hormones because your body has more free cortisol compared to the stored or metabolized cortisol. Okay. And so the free cortisol is like the act of what your body can call and utilize. Mm-hmm but then you also want some in storage because your body can convert back and forth between stored and active when it needs it. Okay. But we have to make sure that it's able to do that readily so that when you need it, mm-hmm. you have stores and supply. Okay. Okay, so with these tests, you're always going to get a page that looks like more of a chart and dials, and then you'll also have these pages that look More like a traditional layout of what you're used to seeing with blood work. So it tells you what was tested and if it was within or below range and what the numbers were. Me, personally, I think this makes so much more sense when you look at this. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I'm going to be focusing on the charts and graphs and dials. Okay. Okay. So we're going to read this top to bottom. So pregnenolone is like the master hormone, it's a precursor that then your progesterone and your DHEA are made out of, okay? Okay. And then you can kind of follow this down, DHEA then makes a metabolite of DHEA, and it makes your testosterone, Mm -hmm. and then that can get broken down into different metabolites. So all these extra things on this page are things that are not in traditional blood work. That's why we do the Dutch test, because you really need to know your levels but also what does your body do with it right and can it like metabolize meaning like get all the excess completely out of the body because build up can be excess and then you can have deficiency or excess symptoms Right. and so when you filled out your survey that went along with this it was it would have been really confusing for somebody to analyze Mm -hmm. your hormones Mm -hmm. and what they thought should be high or low because Mm -hmm. you're your answers, and this wasn't right or wrong, they were true, but you answered things that could be a sign of excess or deficiency. Okay. So without the data behind it, we wouldn't just by a subjective history know how to treat you. Exactly. Okay. So, let's go over here, this is a shorter graph, progesterone, this breaks down into an alpha and a beta, so you see the beta and the alpha mm-hmm. yeah. metabolites. Okay. And so... Sometimes when we're talking about metabolites, there are preferred pathways that are a safer or weaker version of the hormone that don't cause as many, like, imbalance symptoms, okay. and then other times it's just interesting. Yeah. So the progesterone, you actually favor this alpha metabolite, and so it's just good knowledge for you because people that favor the alpha metabolite, if you were to use progesterone or, like, a wild yam complex this metabolite crosses the blood-brain barrier, Mm -hmm. and so sometimes women who use these products find it's helpful for sleep and mood. Okay. So we're gonna look at that in a second. Okay. And so also, just so you know, when I'm reading and analyzing these, there's gonna be a sheet towards the middle, and you get a copy of all my love notes that come along with it. But these are my notes to myself of what we're gonna do today. So see how Claire's already pulled a bunch of things in preparation for your visit? So those are precursors and enzymes and things that can push the pathways in one direction or another. If it's in a non-preferred pathway and we want it to go down a preferred pathway. So these are things that we're gonna test you on to tweak your protocol as a result of the data that's on here. Sure. So that was just information that was cool because okay. not everybody that takes their progesterone or wild yam at night finds that like relief with sleep.
1: Okay. Because I do take a. Um, um, I'm switching back to the Serenity um, capsule. Okay. Um, because the the one I'm taking now, the gummy, the Ollie. Mm-hmm. The Ali Natural uh, brand is not cutting it. Got it. it. Yeah.
0: And you can bring them in and we can test those Mm -hmm. as well. Sure. Okay, so now we're going to move over. So that was the progesterone metabolites. Now we're going to move over here to the androgens, which is your DHEA and testosterone. Mm -hmm. So your testosterone, women do make testosterone. Mm -hmm. So there's a healthy range and having deficiency can cause other hormone imbalance symptoms as well. But as we approach, like, go through perimenopause and approach menopause, the ideal mm-hmm. scene is that we get as much hormone balance as possible mm-hmm. because women who go into menopause with a healthy androgen I level... I have a
1: question for yeah. you. My mom started menopause when she was 50. Okay. I just turned 49. Okay. June. Mm-hmm. And I'll be 50 next June. Okay. So getting ready. we think, we both think that... I'm going to follow that path.
0: It might be possible and I'll show you in a minute cuz all okay. your estrogens were low. So that's okay. kind of what naturally happens is the ovaries as we age start producing less estrogen okay. and that gets the body into that perimenopause. But we never tell women when they start this, but perimenopause can last like 12 to 15 years. That's what we call like a transition. That. I know, it is, it's not comforting. That. No. But if women going through that twelve to fifteen year transition went into it with this test, with the knowledge mm-hmm. and able to yes. tweak it and, you know, balance it. Yes. So that's the ideal scene. is mm-hmm. as balanced as we can possibly get your hormones going into menopause will result in the least amount of negative symptoms during yes. menopause and postmenopausal. Yeah. So that's the really my intention of doing this with you at this
1: point. Yes same and i want the same
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah i want the 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 least net because my mom of course, i have hot flashes now with perimenopause, mm-hmm. but i haven't gotten the sweats yet yeah
0: right and i don't
1: want them I know.
0: who does I don't if you it. had a choice get <laughs> like all i'll just work out that keep part, part of hot it flashes
1: fine and everything yeah. like that but then the sweats i'm just no. yeah it'd be no. too disruptive yes
0: Well, and then these next little arrows that point kind of diagonal, this explains why it's so important to have adrenal health and androgen balance going into menopause, because eventually these are your three estrogens, and so eventually all of your estrogen is going to come from the aromatization of these. And of these androgens and okay. less from your ovaries and okay. so if remember when I told you this was your reserve level mm-hmm. Which is already low. Okay, so if your precursors are already low mm-hmm. Everything below it is going to be low as well. Yeah, it makes sense So we're gonna feed the bucket from the top and have a trickle-down effect kind of a thing. Okay, but we can be very Purposeful in directing it down which of these arrows it goes down. Okay, so Another reason why we prefer this dried urine test or saliva testing for hormones instead of blood is because it breaks down the estrogen into your E1, your E2, and your E3. Okay. So estradiol is the strongest of all of them, and that is what's appropriate to be highest when we're in our reproductive and menstruating years. Okay. okay? What they do with women who have low estrogen in the traditional world, is they give them hormone replacement therapy. Right. I don't want that. Most that's why we mm-hmm. most people are here because yeah. they are wanting to avoid that if possible. But hormone replacement therapy is always estradiol. Okay. And that's not appropriate for a menopausal woman to have the majority of her estrogen mm-hmm. the same as when we're reproducing years, right? That's right. what doesn't make sense. And so, a lot of times in our experiences, women might go on hormone replacement therapy and notice like a quick uptick Mm -hmm. in a lot of their symptoms, however, it kind of tapers off because it's not getting to the root of it, and what we find is like, at least within five years, most women who go down that path find themselves dissatisfied and go off of it anyway, but then they still don't have a a solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then you have E1 and E3, and then you can see that E1 and E2 can convert back and forth, but estriol, which is a weaker one, can only go into this pathway. And so there's a blue arrow, so this is the 16-OH metabolite, and then the red arrow is the 4OH, and then the green arrow is the 2OH. And so all you really need to know is represented on this pie chart. And so the red is red because it's dangerous. So we don't want your estrogen metabolites going down the 4-OH pathway because that causes genetic damage mm-hmm. and cancer. Yes. It increases cancer mm-hmm. risk. Yeah. So it would be preferred if some went to the
1: 16-OH and the majority went to the 2-OH. Yeah. And um, then, I have cancer in my family. Right. I have breast pancreatic Mm -hmm. and
0: colon okay so anybody who has a known family history history Mm -hmm. of an estrogen sensitive Mm -hmm. cancer I'm telling them we absolutely need to know what their Mm -hmm. you know what their 408 pathway looks like here thank you so this pie graph, green is the majority, so that's good. That's the mm-hmm. safest pathway, and that's because see how this makes a left-hand turn over here? Yes. So this has an extra like escape hatch. <laughs> okay. So that means if it, if the majority of your estrogen gets metabolized down to this two OH pathway, then your body through methylation with your COMT gene and your methylation pathways can fully excrete it and break it down and get it out of the body so excess won't build up. Okay. okay. If it goes down this 4-OH, it just gets stuck. Okay. And then it causes DNA damage. And then if it goes down the 16OH pathway, it's better than the 4OH. But women who have issues with like fibroids and cysts, and excess bleeding, they don't want a lot of their um, hormones going down this pathway because it's going to make those symptoms worse. Because okay. this has a little bit of what we call like proliferative, proliferative um, effect, so it causes cells to grow. Okay. So your ranges were okay. So it shows you these are your percentages for the green, the red, and the blue, and these are expected. Okay. So you were. The highest was in that safe 2-OH pathway. We didn't have over 11% going down the dangerous 4OH OH pathway, so that was good. good. And But you don't really have a whole lot going down the 16-OH pathway. Mm-hmm. So that's good to know because it's safe to give you things that would improve your estriol level, which is a weaker estrogen than the E2, and that could help some of your signs of estrogen deficiency as you go through menopause. But it's safer because it'll go down this pathway and you still have room for error there because you were only 2% going down the 16OH and it's okay if 13 to 30% of your metabolites go through there. Okay. So that shows us where it's safe to supplement you. Good. But if somebody was already super high here, then even supporting estriol pathways wouldn't be healthy, wouldn't be okay. But you're okay. Like your nails. Thanks. Okay. And then the other thing that we can gain from this graph. Is over here. And so that was where we said the 2OH pathway is the safest. And also this little extra excess like escape hatch. So your body does prefer that pathway, but then your methylation is poor. And so your body isn't able to move it all out as effectively as it possibly could. So we need methylation support. And so this little fan dial shows that your ability to methylate is super low. What is methylate? Methylation is, partly happens in the liver, and it's how the body breaks down and detoxifies. Okay. So, have you heard of MTHFR? It's a genetic mutation. No, I haven't. Okay, I put a little side note, if you ever wanna do, once we go through this Dutch test, if you wanna do the nutrigenomics test, it would be cool to see what your MTHFR and your COMT genes, if they have a mutation, because it's, it's a, those are common, um, SNPs, genetic SNPs or mutations that cause other deficiencies and issues with liver detoxification, B vitamin synthesis, but knowing the fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. it could be because you're a bad month later.
1: Yeah, and I'm also I also have, unfortunately I've i I know I have vitamin D deficiency mm-hmm. um, but I'm not sure about vitamin B, but I take a vitamin B
0: yeah,
1: yeah I take a vitamin B
0: so we can even get more fine-tuned and mm-hmm. specific about what types of b vitamins you need okay. and that was part of our we're going to test you on a different cobalamin adenosyl cobalamin and some b6 and b1 other cofactors so okay. it's not i think b12 always gets all the attention because that's mm-hmm. like the feel good gives you immediate in, like in yep. energy yeah. so everybody wants to load up on b12 but you mm-hmm. need them as a complex usually right. yeah you need right. them in good balance mm-hmm. and if you're a bad methylator there are methylated B vitamins that are good for some people but some people can't take the methyl version of B vitamins so there's just a lot of different forms
1: when when you say methyl Mm -hmm. is it like the like like a how you get like in the Cough
0: drops, that methyl? Oh, no, that's menthol. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry. Methyl just means there's a sulfur
1: group attached to it. So okay. if you looked
0: at the biochemistry, methylate means sulfur, sulfur-based, oh, sulfur based, gotcha. sulfur dependent. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then the next graph goes into more detail about your cortisol. So again, you have the traditional blood work looking document, and then you have graphs and dials and pictures. You you do take melatonin at night, night, right? I do. Okay, so I wouldn't be alarmed that this looks elevated because Mm -hmm. this is your waking melatonin level. Mm -hmm. And so if you're taking um, melatonin at Mm -hmm. night, it's not a problem. But this, you don't have to be worried about the excess because it's showing the first pass metabolism. So remember, this is a urine test. So it's showing what your body has been breaking down overnight. So that's just because you were um, supplementing why that one is elevated. And then this goes into more, de- more detail about how your DHEA, which I told you, is your reserves and how it gets broken down into cortisol and cortisone. Mm-hmm. So over here, cortisone, I wrote the word inactive. So it's inactive or bound. Mm-hmm. And then cortisol is the active, which your body can call on when it needs it. Okay. And this little fan dial just shows you that you tend to stay over here in the bound more than the free. And so we have to help the body be able to convert those. Because if your body needs it, Mm -hmm. it needs to be able to call on it and use it. And so in a minute when I muscle test you, some of our protocol over there had to do with forcing that cortisol metabolism. So just as an example, things that are like green tea, Mm -hmm. curcumin, holy basil, bitter melon, those are things that can help us push this pathway back into the free range instead of the stored range so your body can more efficiently use your stress hormones Mm -hmm. dolterra has holy basil yeah Mm -hmm. it's really common because there's so much great research behind Mm -hmm. it about how it affects
1: these pathways yes what were the other ones they were green tea yeah i drink green tea because y'all told me that the black tea that i was drinking before i started here was doing anti-inflammatory, well it's not anti inflammatory, but green tea is. There so you go. I just drink I drink two cups yeah. in the morning and that's it.
0: Yeah. And you all know because if it's overstimulating. Some people are too water. sensitive. Yeah. But that's fine. And mm-hmm. then curcumin is also turmeric, so we can oh, test you for turmeric products. I, I
1: take I take the turmeric forte here. Okay,
0: good. Yeah. Then that'll help. And we'll yeah. just make sure you're getting enough of it. Okay. So we're gonna go over mm-hmm. to the table now and we're gonna okay. test you on things that are going to help that DHEA, so mm-hmm. things that will build up your reserves, mm-hmm. so you have something to call on. Mm-hmm. We're going to test you for things that are going to support the appropriate estrogen pathways for your age, not the estradiol. Okay. We're going to test you for methylators, so all these beautiful things help your body methylate. Mm-hmm. We're going to test you for what we call aromatase support, so that was the using testosterone mm-hmm. to Push, like push the bucket into your healthy estrogen levels because you were deficient in E1, 2, and 3.
1: Okay.
0: And then we're going to test you for those cortisol metabolizers and then a special form of the B vitamin that I think you'll do better on okay. and be able to metabolize. Have you heard of adaptive? Oh, yeah, the adaptive blend. I like that blend. hmm Well, it's fun to be able to incorporate essential oils into all of this as well.
1: Yeah. It's the touch. I like and I that. put it on my, I put the actual oil itself on my bracelet that I wear. Because I've, I've got a ton of these that I wear.
0: Hello. Cool. Coordinate my,
1: you know outfit, but I put this on, I, I wear this, I wear this like perfume. Well,
0: I like what you're doing because I always talk with my friends about like the tea, for example, like mm-hmm. if you're going to be drinking tea, make sure mm-hmm. it's a form that's therapeutic for you, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going to be wearing jewelry, like mm-hmm. make sure it's doing something positive for you, you know, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. just cool, like learning all these tips and tricks on a daily basis of things that you can do to help yourself,
1: yes. right? I've been, and I've been doing the essential oils for over 13 years. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I found out that I, I was positive for fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. I reached out to a friend at my church that mm-hmm. was doing doTERRA. I'm like, you yeah. uh, know, I've got fibromyalgia. Can you come mm-hmm. over and show me, give me a protocol? Yeah. She gave me, she, she gave me a protocol and I've stuck I to it. it. Yeah.
0: Because if you know it's helping, Mm -hmm.
1: well, what's cool, and I think why you said you like to nerd out
0: with the doTERRA, is they understand all these graphs and nerdy functional Mm -hmm. tests and labs. Like, it's all based on each specific pathway and the enzyme and the Mm -hmm. precursors. Like, they understand exactly how it affects your biochemistry. So Mm -hmm. that's why it's so therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And that's also why we warn people against using... Oils that aren't therapeutic grade
1: um, are in the body because they're not the same. I made that mistake the very first time because when I got the Doterra, I was curious to 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 compare it. Right. And I tried a store brand compared. I did Tea Tree. Yeah. I did. I got my Doterra Tea Tree, and I tried the Tea Tree. Huge mistake! I immediately threw that store brand Tea Tree out.
0: I found essential oils like. I mean, it's Walmart, so what do you think you're gonna get? But they literally say flammable on them, and people Mm -hmm. are thinking they're they're safe to put on the body, but Mm -hmm. they're like alcohol-based. Americans spend $33 billion every single year on diets and weight loss products, and yet diets have a 95% failure rate. These statistics, and my 18 plus years experience as a practicing doctor show me the real dangers of a cookie cutter approach to health and that truthfully, diets don't work. This is why I created the 9010 lifestyle for the people like you and me, busy and not willing to settle for less when it comes to our health and wellness. This program isn't just about feeling fantastic and or losing weight for good, it's a roadmap to upgrading your body and mind from the inside out, while simultaneously suppressing the inflammation and suppressing the guilt that often comes with a high stress, high expectations, and high performance. The number one reason the 9010 lifestyle is so effective and easy to maintain is that it gives you back your willpower instead of forcing it. As you can see, Christina gained a lot of insight into her complete hormonal story. Clinically, the information also helped me to fine-tune her treatment recommendations using an all-natural approach. In our practice, hormone replacement therapy is considered the last resort. We would much rather approach hormonal health from the perspective of helping the body produce its own hormones and get into balance, rather than taking a prescription medication which overrides the body's natural expression. If you would like some help with achieving hormonal balance, let's schedule a consultation to discuss, or if you've already done your research and you are ready to order your test kit, I'm going to include both of those links for you in the show notes. Until next time, in Good Health Naturally, I'm Dr. Christy signing off. Your health and how you feel on a daily basis directly impact your mental, emotional, and spiritual health. We will help you reprogram your way of thinking and be on a plan that works for your body instead of against it. It is time to rewrite the false belief that health abnormalities are normal and that it just is what it is. You do not have to live with feeling less than 100%.
1: We invite you to take a serious look at how you feel on a day-to-day basis. Is what you're doing working? Do you wanna learn how to live a more holistic life that's still enjoyable and fun? The 9010 lifestyle can be the bridge from subpar results to the vibrant and abundant lifestyle that you've been looking for. So click the link by this video so you can get started today. We truly, truly know that this program can change your life. We'll see you on the inside.